with the highest ranked non-conference team ever coming to Charlottesville to play the basketball team. Are you? Do you think that the coaches are playing a little bit of espionage? You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, the Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, your first place to come get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The date is uh, 12-16-2022. It's Friday. TGIF is awesome. It's a great time for sports, particularly football, because the uh, bowl season has officially kicked off. There will be football on TV officially for 30 days straight, I believe. So we have no excuse not to get out and watch a game. But let me tell you about our title sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, yeah, as I was saying in the open, guys, I was speaking about, you know, the this is the highest ranked team to ever come to the grounds uh, to play non-conference to ever play uh, in, uh, you know, at the University of Virginia in the JPJ. My question is, are they ready? First of all, I'm questioning that a little bit. Also, will their best player be able to play, which is Reese Beekman? Okay. If you guys haven't heard, if you've been under a rock, if you haven't been paying attention to University of Virginia basketball, there's been a shift this year and who the best player is. Um, you know, Jaden Gardner, who was third team ACC, all ACC. Um, you had Kihei Clark, who has also always been uh, one of the top defenders on the perimeter, uh, probably honorable mention. <clears throat> then, of course, you know, other players have stepped up to fill in. But the question, best player on the team on both sides of the ball, really, uh, is Reese Beekman. Reese Beekman plays the point guard position. It's almost like they run at the University of Virginia, Coach Tony Bennett. They run a double point guard system, and they kind of switch off duties between Kihei Clark and Reese Beekman. But the most effective player at the position for the last year and a half has to be Reese Beekman. Reese Beekman gives uh, uh, the team the size they need at the position. Also, that just the sheer defense that he that he plays uh, against uh, all of these, um, you know, you know, all of the perimeter players, you know, is phenomenal. He's one of the top perimeter players, not only in the ACC but in the country. So when you have him, uh, he's hurt. You know, when he, when he's playing hurt, you know, it was a um, it was a ankle injury at first. Um, but that seemed to get a little better. But then he had a nasty spill four minutes into the game against JMU. And uh, it's his hamstring now that's giving him issues. So right now, 
you know, we're all on pins and needles. But like I said before in the open, could they be playing a little bit of gamesmanship? You know, they're keeping the cards close to the vest. You know, they don't necessarily want Houston to know if he's going to play or not. From what I understand from Houston, they're going to prepare as if Reese Beekman is going to be there, which is smart coaching on their part. Because, you know, if you prepare for him, of course, it takes more time out of your day. It's just like um, whenever you have uh, a coach and you have maybe two quarterbacks and you're not letting the uh, other team know, you're not letting the media know who's your starting quarterback. Maybe one's a running quarterback, one's a passing quarterback. So you make them prepare for both quarterbacks or running quarterback, you know, um, to, to a, uh, a, 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 what is it, a system quarterback. So, you know, I, I've kind of felt like, you know, it's a smart thing to do for Tony Bennett and uh, Coach Wilford and the, and the coaching staff to hold that to themselves. There's no need to let that out right now. My personal opinion, I think Reese Beekman is going to play. I do. I don't know if you can hold him out. It's been uh, over a week and a half. They've had the rest uh, due to exam breaks. And now the rubber meets the road. You have the number five team coming to the ground Saturday, 2 o'clock, ESPN2. Um, quite frankly, this could this is the battle, could be the battle for number one. Uh, Houston, if they win, who's to say that they won't catapult up to number one? Uh, if they beat the University of Virginia. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm wary uh, of this team because this team is so defensive. You know, UVA used to really, really be a high-end defensive team, and they still are, but they're not as elite as they usually uh, have been in the past. They have good defense. They don't have, like, elite defense. This team that they're about to play has elite defense. And if this was last year's team or the year before, I would say we have no chance to win. Just for the simple fact that they lock you down, they can they, they can press you full court, which we have been abysmal trying to break presses and we turn the ball over in the backcourt. I don't know what it is. And it's not just this uh, past couple years. You know, even during the championship year, there was uh, issues with breaking the press. But from what I, you know, from what I feel, you know, if they don't have Reese Beekman, you know, it could go down south really quick for this team. But this year, because there are shooters on the outside, I do believe Reese Beekman is going to play, so I'm going to speak of as if he's going to play. Reese Beekman can shoot the outside shot. Ahmad Franklin, I'm going to throw that JMU game out. I'm going to give him a pass on that. That absolutely horrible JMU game and half of the game the game before. I'm going to throw those games out, okay? Uh, but based on the other games that they played, the other nine, you know, we're going to give them uh, credit for that, give him credit for that, you know, playing well. So you got Amar Franklin outside shooting. You got Bennett Vanderplus, who is, quite frankly, one of the most versatile big men I think Tony Bennett's ever had, if not the most versatile big men that Tony Bennett's ever had. Bennett Vanderplus can play on the block. He can pass. Uh, out of a double team, which is, it may not seem like a big deal, but it's an absolutely huge deal when you have uh, uh, teams where you have to deal with um, uh, teams double, you know, play uh, teams that want to double team you, double team you in the post. He can get the ball out and uh, and get it to open shooters. And now that there's uh, a decent amount of open shooters that can make shots on the team, 
you know, it makes him that much dangerous. And then he, he plays the four and the five. He can pop out, you know, and spread the other defense out. And if you don't close out on him, um, you know, aggressively, he can shoot right over you and, and shoot threes. So, you know, his ball handling for his size for a big man is great, is excellent. His shooting for a big man is excellent. Um, he can play on the block some. He's just a really versatile man, uh, player, and he can also distribute the ball based off of his ball skills. So uh, Bennett Vanderplas, big plus for the team. Also, I talked about uh, Kihei, you know, just the 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 stalwart, the 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 backbone of the team, the 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 unquestioned uh, general. I'll call him the general, the the best player on the team, the leader uh, from a athletic standpoint is Reese Beekman. But the unquestioned general of of it all on the court is Kihei Clark, who actually has the ring you know he, he can walk up to them guys and say look guys i got the ring okay just follow me follow my my uh follow my lead which you know he is a great leader uh sometimes he makes some mistakes that i think can be avoided but overall the team needs him and for his experience and then you know you can't forget about players like uh um not, not speak about the freshman not right now but i'm talking about like a Poppy Cafaro, Francisco Cafaro, um, the, 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 I call him Jack Salt Light, you know, because he plays like a, such a bruising style bull in the China closet style of basketball. He, he, he's like, um, like Steven Adams, you know, you guys ever seen Steven Adams in, uh, in the NBA where he's, he's just a rebound monster. He plays rough. He throws elbows. Sorry, you know, but he has what he does, but he's just a rough and tough player. And he just adds a, a layer of toughness to that UVA defense. Then you got uh, the incredible shot blocker, athletic big man um, as well, who plays a ton, who has really stepped up his game. Cage Cedric, who's averaging uh, two blocks a game and changes uh, a whole bunch of others. You know, he's another one, and, and he's uh, scoring a lot, rebounding. And, uh, and he's a big difference maker on the squad. And then, of course, you got the babies. You got the young guys who have come in. Remember, Tony signed four, uh, four stars last year. Two of them uh, are redshirt. The other two, who Isaac McNeely, who is, my opinion, looking like he's a dead-eye three-point shooter. You can't give him a clean look because he'll make it. And then, of course, you got Ryan Dunn, who, in all intents and purposes, gives UVA all the versatility they need on the perimeter to cover people. I think Ryan Dunn is the X factor for this game. I think they're going to – and Houston has some guys on the perimeter who can go, and I mean go, you know, who can uh, shake and bake, who can get points, who can shoot. We need more than just Reese being able to play those athletic guys. Um, and I think that's where Ryan Dunn comes in with his length and athleticism. He's already shown his value in previous games. So, yeah, guys, we're ready to rock and roll. The staff is keeping it close to the vest about Reese. I think they're going to play um, the highest-ranked team, the 10-1 Cougars coming uh, to the grounds. Be there. I'll be there. If you can get tickets, that is. I believe it's sold out. You may be able to go to the secondary markets and find some tickets. But – it's going to be big, and if you can't be at the game, catch it on TV. Um, this is, for, for all intents and purposes, this is for the number one spot. 
um, in the rankings uh, after tomorrow's game. BetOnline.net is your first source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those on BetOnline as well. We've, we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So yeah, everyone, you know, we're definitely um, looking forward to all of this, you know, all of this extra hoopla when it comes to basketball. And uh, like I said, I'll be there ready to rock and roll, having some fun. Now let's talk about uh, the football program. I got to touch on some of the things that are going on. It's hot. Of course, the transfer portal has been open. That's kind of calmed down, although we did have another player put their name in the transfer portal, and that's Ronnie Walker. Ronnie Walker, who um, has, you know, had it, had it tough at Virginia because he had a lot of injuries uh, pretty much his whole career at University of Virginia for the past two, three years that he's been there, two years, came from Indiana. He's a local kid from the state, uh, the central Petersburg, Richmond area, um, came home from Indiana, and then uh, – just really never got on the on the field much. Uh, what he did play this year, especially, he's a tough runner. Uh, he's a thicker out of all the other backs, so he would get a lot of the tough yards as well. Uh, but Ronnie Walker is a player that I, and I hope that we can maintain, but uh, Ronnie Walker's leaving, and he's taking advantage of that extra year and going to the transfer portal. Uh, good luck to Ronnie. We appreciate his services, and he's a remarkable young man. Um, so, you know, now we have Ronnie Walker leaving. I will have to talk to you about what's happening with players that are coming in as well. Um, let me just let me do this. Let me tell you about uh, let me tell you about some of the high school guys coming in before we talk about any of the transfers because uh, we had three transfers that came in, but I reported on that earlier. But some of the new news is we got a young man, DJ Jones out of Tampa, Florida, looks ultra-athletic, 6'5", 240 pounds as a freshman coming into the University of Virginia. Now, he was highly sought after uh, by, you know, uh, a lot of uh, Power 5 schools. Um, it seems like he was right under the radar a little bit um, at first, but then it seems like his recruiting just kind of took off there towards the end, but he uh, held strong and uh, made, submitted his commitment, and he's coming to the University of Virginia. 
mainly because what I understand, Chris Slade and Chris Slade being a high end defensive end uh, at the University of Virginia and in the pros uh, and also being a great, successful high school coach. So um, great job uh, for the recruiting staff. We're getting G DJ Jones and much needed, huge athletic uh, true freshman coming in to play. I'm not sure if they're going to get him in early and they're going to try to get him to, uh, for the spring game, but uh, but he is coming. DJ Jones has committed to the University of Virginia. Also, just saw this uh, uh, young running back from Tennessee named Noah Vaughn uh, committed as well, or, or saying he's going to commit Saturday at his high school gym. So we lose a running back and running walker. We gain a youngster, which is what we need. You know, as these tenured players, graduate players leave, we need to re refill, you know, almost double time with uh, youngsters uh, coming in and, and filling some of those roles. And that's just going to push up, you know, the Xavier Browns. Uh, you know of, of the uh, you know of the team uh, Paris Ellis who can come back as well um, you know based off of the year extra that has been given to the players who um, who was given an extra year because of the NCAA so you know th th those are those are great things that this team will get an opportunity to take take advantage of so yeah DJ Jones from Texas excuse me DJ Jones from Tampa. 6'5", 240-pound defensive end uh, coming in. Also, Noah Vaughn, running back. Uh, looks like he's uh, making his commitment uh, running back out of Tennessee. So uh, that's some good news, you know, on the front of some young folks coming in. Of course, it's coming down to the wire. So, you know, if you got any uh, – if, if you want to find out some of the insights, follow my girl Jackie Franchuli at uh, 247 Sports, uh, you know, here. Uh, you can catch it online, you can catch it anywhere, but uh, she'll uh, possibly, uh, she'll see if I can get her to come on the show as well, but uh, she's good, uh, and, and that's what she does mainly is the recruiting side as well as reporting on University of Virginia sports. Uh, but let's talk about the, the tenured guys and the guys who are leaving or has an opportunity to leave. Um, and some folks, some players who haven't made a decision, but um, let's talk about the ones who have. We're talking about Billy Kemp, the fourth, who said that he's going to go to the next level. He's going to uh, test out his, his chops in a professional uh, on a professional level. So Billy Camp is leaving. Also, Anthony Johnson is leaving as well uh, for the NFL, and I don't blame him. Uh, he's first team all ACC, had a great year. You know, I wouldn't take advantage of that extra year given either, uh, you know, by the NCAA. So shout out to him. And then not to mention, you know, I wonder, I don't know if Keaton Thompson has truly made his uh, official, uh, you know, his official, um, Keaton hasn't made his official announcement yet. But, you know, i tell you this. I can tell you this. If, if Keaton, if Keaton uh, wants to come back, of course, they're going to have him. But I think Keaton could have left last year. He's that kind of a talent. 6'5", you know, the guy has good speed, good hands. He's a huge body. Uh, at wide receiver, and I look for him to get drafted and play on the next level almost immediately. Uh, but we still have guys who can come back. You have a Darius Bratton. You have a Jack Camper. You got Devontae Davis. You got a Chico Bennett. But we had one player all so far has committed to come back and take advantage of an extra year granted by the NCAA, and that is my guy Cam Bam Butler. 
uh, defensive end. He plays kind of the defensive end slash bandit position for Coach Rosinski. Uh, 29 tackles, four and a half tackles for losses, three sacks, two forced fumbles last year, wreaking havoc uh, on that defensive line uh, as well. Played opposite of Chico Bennett a lot, who has Chico has seven sacks. I'm looking forward and hoping Chico Bennett could come, will come back, uh, you know, and play. So we have those book book in uh, defensive ends uh, continuing to 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 anchor that defense. I know we're still waiting on the word from Nick Jackson, who also has his name in the transfer portal. Not sure if he's uh, gonna go or not, but he's you know, there's people. There's colleges all over him asking him to, uh, to to come there. But we'll see. He did say that he's going to leave the door open, you know, to, um, you know, to, to return to the University of Virginia. But I think, you know, he, he wants to test, you know, the waters and see what's out there for him. I can't blame him. I'm selfishly hoping he comes back, and I'm hoping that um, he can, uh, you know, still be that impact player for us the all-ACC player, um, second team, you know, at linebacker. You're hanging out with some of your friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many as the evening comes to an end and prepare to start to head out and you think of calling a ride. Nah, you live nearby, you can make it home. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on your roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes a, one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Such a huge uh, statement. Such a huge um, uh, ad for this time of year, guys. Make sure you make the right decision. Thank you for making Locked On Virginia. Your first listen today. For your second listen, go to Locked On Sports Today for the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. But as I was saying, the transfer portal, there are some more targets out there that they are um, that they are targeting that they're looking for. Think about it, it's a little different for Virginia. You know, they kind of have to do the transfer portal as if, like, when they see the player, player has to come, and then they could uh, they, they they tend to offer him that way. You know, they could put it out to him that they're 
interested in him. And then once he comes for a visit, then they can offer and then they, you know, they kind of do the transfer portal that way, you know, for graduate transfers. But, um, but beyond that, we still have the, uh, the, the youngsters coming in. We have to, we have to get the youngsters uh, signed up um, and, and, and the recruiting window um, is, is, is open. So let's go ahead and, keep a track of all these players football still uh, alive right now as far as you know there's all different things going on as far as bowl games um no excuse not to watch a bowl game go to a sports bar sit in your lounge wherever you watch your football hang out with some friends it's the holiday season catch a game man uh love football football saved my life i can tell you that i don't know where i'd be without the, the, the sport of football um you know, as a youth and as an adult today. Uh, but um, this is a great time of year, guys. Uh, so get out there, uh, love each other, be safe, and thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. See you guys. Uh, I may be doing a uh, a pregame with my guy, Casey Pazalia from uh, Virginia Game Day Podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you, guys. And like I said, Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today.